All right, welcome back to AnimeCons TV. It's been a while since we've been able to do an in-person interview. We're at Otacon 2021, and we're speaking with the head of Anime Ego, Robert Woodhead. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure. So you've been in the anime industry for quite some time. I still remember a shirt that was probably at least 10 years old now that I got from you guys that was anime your way for 15 years. And that, that shirt's since been retired because it's been so long, but you've, you've been around for a while. Uh, how did you start going to conventions? Uh, well, um, we started to go to conventions when they started to do conventions. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the first one was the first anime con in California somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, you know, like most of the things related to our company, it was one of these, ah, seems like a good idea at the time <laughs> thing. Um, and actually, the, the biggest memory I have of it was the fact that we were the only people there that had just happened to have some anime cells for sale. And apparently nobody in, in American fandom had ever seen them before. <laughs> so it, it got pretty crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like um, like most things in fandom, it's kind of this organic from the bottom up type of thing, and and, and we just uh, kind of do what we think is the right thing to do, and and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And we've been very fortunate in that uh, you know, like we're still here. Yeah, you guys have evolved a lot over time too just out of how the model is taking shape and everything like that so there's been a very different model it seems like you think you have an idea and then all of a sudden a new f format comes out or just delivery system or what fans are willing or able to buy too well yeah i mean but again it's just like <laughs> this seems like a good idea or yeah i mean our company was started as a joke <laughs> I, I, you know, just because we started the company for shits and giggles, and and to have a little fun, and um, and just things evolved that way. And I, I don't think our philosophy has really changed all that much in terms of like when we decide to do something, we decide to do it because um, we think it's an interesting thing to do, and you know we can somehow convince ourselves that we might actually make money on it so we'll be able to do another project later on so um, we never wanted to be the biggest company or um, or you know you know conquer the world or whatever uh, it was always about just uh, having something interesting to do every day mm -hmm. so, um, again since you've been to many conventions do you have any special memories either something you think was like kind of a crowning moment of awesome or just one of the funniest things you've ever seen or something that kind of really endeared you to the fans anything like that well one of the downsides of being in the industry and going to a lot of conventions that they all kind of blur. <laughs> i mean it's um we have a have a joke inside the company um that we refer to it as the sausage factory. It's the old story of like, once you know how the sausage is made, you'll never want to eat it again. And we actually like warn people uh, because we we often invite 
interested fans uh, to come and work on, on on projects. We've been doing that on all of the, the crowdfunded Blu-ray projects, of giving people an opportunity if they really want to come and you know do some of the pre-production work. You know, we make an opportunity to do, to do that. Uh, but one of the things we warn them is like you know. If you really, really, really love this anime, don't do it because you after you have to watch it 37 times, see, you're going to hate it. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, this, I, it's really hard for me to, to come up with like one moment of awesomeness mm -hmm. um, because it's just been a sea of general decency, <laughs> you know, in terms of like, uh, I don't think I've ever really had a bad interaction with somebody else at a convention hmm. um you know and maybe I, i'm just lucky but you know nobody has ever been an asshole to me at a convention do not take that as a challenge <laughs> um so you know i i at every convention uh, even though yeah it is kind of a job for me now so yeah. it is sausage making um there's always like one or two conversations that are like generally like really good conversations. You know how it is. Yeah. There will be one or two really great conversations where I learn something or I, or somebody has an interesting insight on something and it may not be anything to do yeah. with anime. Um, you know, I'm. I'm not the most social person, despite uh, the way I can kind of put it on for a while mm -hmm. um, when I'm doing a panel or something like that. But in reality, I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, very introverted, and 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 so, like, like a couple of days at a convention is like is is my limit. You yeah. kind of get overloaded. I'll have to go off and be alone for a while sometimes, but. That said, I mean, it, um, and it's one of the reasons that I, I still occasionally do conventions is that, it, that I know that I'm going to have like one or two really good social inter interactions, which will keep me for the next six months. Yeah. Right? One, of, one of the best lessons I was ever told by another person within the industry was he said, your fellow fans will always find a way to surprise you in a way that recharges your batteries, so to speak, and just really, you know, have something in-depth like that. And it can be some amazing moment. It can be just a good conversation while waiting in line for an event. And it's nice to see people who are enthusiastic about something. Mm -hmm. uh, and and that, is, that is an energy that you can feed off of, you know? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I... I couldn't go to conventions every week, but a couple a year, that's just... Mm. Um, so you have gone to, you know, like we said earlier, you've gone to many conventions and stuff like that. Is there anything you see that either you wish more conventions would do, or maybe by the opposite, you wish conventions would try and avoid doing? That's, that's a really <laughs> difficult question. <laughs> You could get me into a lot of trouble with that question. <laughs> and that's why I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, <sighs> oh, my goodness. Uh, 
I'd almost say that that's something I, I would like want to think about for a few days, you know, <laughs> to um, because by and large, the yeah sometimes conventions get a little weird and chaotic, but that is part of the fun. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, I, I guess the, the, all I can really say is is that convention organizers should always be looking for um, new ways to make the convention interesting, both to the guests and to the attendees. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, how they do that, well, they're the experts, mm-hmm. not me. Um, but all I can say is that, that, uh, um, by and large, I think they do a pretty good job. I think so too, you know, there's, there's always new ideas coming out too. So, yeah, I mean, you just try it and see if it works. And, you know, if the fans burn your convention to the ground, well, okay, well, <laughs> next year <laughs> we'll try something different. Yeah. Um, and lastly, is there anything you would like to promote or tell people where to follow you or anything like that? Well, if you want to follow at NMAGO on Twitter, that's where we announce the weird stuff that we're doing. Um, it's really low volume, or a couple tweets a week, maybe. Um, the latest project is uh, the Blu-ray of Maddox. Can't wait for my copy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, that is kind of special for us since Maddox was the first title we ever released. Oh. And I'm, I'm never quite sure if it was the first subtitle anime to be released mm-hmm. in the US or came out at about the same time as, um, uh, what did you, what, what, did, what was the other one that came out right about the same time? Oh, oh that's it. They, they, I think basically they were released about the same time and kind of like, from off the sides of the country, yeah. whatever. Um, but it's it's kind of a special title for us, and um, so we've we've been putting a lot of effort into the what we call combat archaeology mm-hmm. of like trying to dig up materials. We we've actually managed to get like a hundred and thirty pages of sete for the show. Wow! Yeah. And, and when we when we did the Kickstarter for it, um, we thought we might be able to collect thirty. But then, through a very complicated chain of events, which was the director, Mr. Aramaki, recommended that we use an illustrator named Mercy Rabbit, who does these amazing mecha illustrations, to do a, 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 a brand new illustration for it. And I actually just this morning got the final oh. version of that. I'll be showing it at the panel. Um, and so, we, but, but Mercy has this big social media following in Japan, so we asked them to um, put out a, um, uh, a tweet saying, you know, if, if, if you manage to find any sete, and because of that, two separate groups of, of fans in Japan who um, kind of have a hobby of preserving all of these old materials, they go like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And, and so we got like all these 1200 DPI scans of, of most of the second, not all of them, there's still a few 
that we don't have, but we just got another email this morning saying that they found some more, you know, in the in the locked filing cabinet. Um, and so we're going to get those in a couple of weeks. And and so uh, part of the 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 crowd production team job has been cleaning up all the dust specks oh. on the sete. And I just started. Uh, my wife Natsumi has has been plowing through the translation because we translate all of the animators' notes. Oh wow! Um, and so she's been plowing through those, and I've been typesetting them. And we're probably going to do a there's a we're probably going to do a large format art book too uh, because um, a lot of people have decided that they they really like it in large, so it's going to be like about this thick. I don't even want to know how much that's going to cost us to print. <laughs> um, it's, it is fascinating to see how the fans now, like the way kind of the fan culture and also just social media and stuff, you can put out the call for stuff and you can find resources that you may never have even realized were out there now. And it just that stuff that might have just been gone forever resurfaces or something because someone's passionate about that. Well, it, it's, it's all about the network effect. I mm -hmm. mean, Animago, when we started, we started we started our company before the World Wide Web. <laughs> okay, you know, mm -hmm. we're older than the web. And um, at that time, um, the only way to talk to other anime fans was uh, Usenet, usenet.arts.anime. Mm -hmm which is how we recruited the first few people who worked with us. Um, and, you know, 9,600 bought modems, mm -hmm. which was top of the line <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Um, and, and just like, now it's just like you can, you know, the network effects are something that you can ask a question and get an answer from somebody like five links away from you mm -hmm. um, in 24 hours. Right. And that, for the historical aspect of preserving these these things and collecting them, which is one of the reasons we do these these Blu-ray projects, is that one of the end results is this this digital archive of all of the materials, and it's it's all um, we have a wiki and it's all there, and there's a link to like the original source file, high resolution like bazillions of pixels images uh, so you know to preserve it so that you know 20 or 30 or 40 years from now when somebody decides they want to write history of this stuff yeah you know maybe the one document that they really really need you know the original pitch document for some some show is going to be they'll be able to find it and I know I said that was my last question but I did think of another one okay go ahead um, so we're recording this at Oticon, and one of the properties you guys do have worked with, you know, you put out is talking no video where Oticon gets its name. There we go. Um, do you guys have like a? Is it a kind of a fun relationship to know that because of something you've helped release and get out there has been kind of the genesis for one of the larger events in. Or just like, do you have any interesting relationship because you are the rights holder to this property, and it's something that they start and end the convention with every year? Well, um, I don't know if I don't know. I actually don't know exactly. You know, 
which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Whether they thought, well, we'll call it Otakon because we're otaku, and then otaku no video and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, we're we're obviously like super uh, happy and um, that that they do that, and we think it's kind of a cool thing. And so, obviously, you know, whenever they call us up and say, "Can you, you know, help us out with something?" We go, of course, and and that's a pretty much reciprocal thing. Um, so, you know, that's. Uh, I, I think I think that it just goes into the, the, this seems to be um, at least with the 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 fan groups and a lot of the smaller companies there's there, there, there's a very um, collegial and um, and good sort of cooperative relationship you know when you uh, when you stumble upon something and you know that's going to help somebody else, you you know you send them an email. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, I, I personally, for me, that's kind of the 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 kind of business style and and personal style that that I have. So that works out very well. Yeah, because if you one person helps the industry, it helps everybody. So. Yeah, and and also you know that you know. If you help somebody out, um, they're either going to pay it back to you at some point, or pay it forward to somebody else. Yeah. And and if they don't, then the word gets around pretty quick because <laughs> <laughs> it is a small world. Mm-hmm. So so there's uh, there's that aspect to it, which is which is very nice. Well, thank you for taking the time with us. Um, everyone, make sure you keep an eye out with Anime Angel. They continuing to do great projects. I know I've been doing everything to crowdfunding, so I've got some great stuff on my shelf. I've really enjoyed it. And once again, Robert, thank you for taking the time for meeting with us today. My pleasure.